Let's have some fun with things that rhyme. Welcome, kids. It's poetry time. Hip hip hooray! Hip hip hooray! Hip hip hooray! Welcome, everyone, to Kids Poetry Club with me, Little Dutty Donuts. It's early morning, and I'm on my way into the club to meet with Queenie and Chicken. I received a phone call from Queenie just after I woke up this morning. She said something about veggies being ready to harvest and they needed my help. All of which seems really strange as they only recently planted those veggies, so I can't imagine they've finished growing yet. Oh well, I'm sure that it will all become clear when I see them. Okay, I just arrived at the club. Let's walk around the back to the garden and see what's going on. Hi, Chicken. Hi, Queenie. My, you two are up and at it early today. We are. We woke up early as spring is well and truly upon us. And there's just so much to do with the garden. We planted a lot of seeds a few weeks ago, and those have sprouted now, and we're having to thin them out to ensure that each little seedling has the space it needs to grow into a healthy vegetable. I suppose that a gardener's life isn't an easy one. It really isn't. Especially when things like this happen. Look! Oh, you mean your veggies? Exactly! We only planted our cabbages and carrots two weeks ago and look at them now! They're ready for harvesting. We've never had anything grow this quickly before. I see what you mean. Those cabbages are enormous. What have you been putting on them? Oh, just the usual. As you know, we practice sustainable farming, and so we don't use any artificial growing agents. What you see here is the result of us using our own composting, as well as some additional yumminess from worm castings. Worm castings? Yep. I know it sounds strange, but it's actually one of the best things we can put on veggies. We did lots of research into what helps our plants to grow, and many of the options really aren't good for the planet. However, worm castings proved to be the perfect solution. So what are they? Well, as Chicken was just saying, it's actually worm poop. I don't really know why they call them castings when the term worm poop sounds so much more fun. Anyway, we've started making our own worm castings using the bins over by the shed. We put our food scraps in there and the worms munch it all up and have a wonderful time. And the byproduct of all of their fun is the worm poop we sprinkle on our cabbages and carrots. Well, it's definitely making a difference to your cabbages. You only planted them two weeks ago, and now look at them. Whatever are you feeding those worms? Just the usual stuff, really. Chicken says that it has something to do with our worm castings having the right balance of nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium. If you like us and feed your worms with lots of great food, then their poop is wonderfully nutritious. Well, whatever you're feeding them is clearly working. Now, how can I help you with the garden today? Well, we called you up because we're so busy thinning out our seedlings that we don't have time to pick all of these unexpected cabbages and carrots. Would you be willing to help us with them, little Dazzy Donuts? I definitely would, Queenie. Before I do, are you okay if I have a quick cup of tea? When you phoned, I got changed quickly and dashed straight around here, and so haven't had my tea or breakfast yet. Of course you can. There's a fresh pot of tea up there on Chicken's deck, together with a clean mug. 
I tell you what, while I sip my tea, how about I play you a couple of poems that have come in for the current competition on the topic of friends and family. We've received lots of wonderful poetry, and I know that you and Chicken will love the few that I've picked out for you. That sounds fantastic. We'll listen while we garden, and then when you've drunk your tea, you can pick those cabbages and carrots for us. In that case, let's start with this poem here. It's from Onalani in South Africa, and the poem is called Family and Friends. Here's Onalani's poem now. We share a laugh when life is tough. We share a tear when they disappear. My family, my friends, my greatest possession. My liberty, my tents, my best impression. In all the world I have never seen, love that is so keen. Up the hills, through the valleys, across the desert, through the alleys. They make me feel safe, they make me feel secure. My family, my friends, will always endure. My family, my friends, my pleasure, my pride. My only tents, my only side. There is a little creep inside my soul. Their love is so deep, my family, my friends, I love you all. A big thank you to Odalani for your wonderful poem. We've featured hundreds of poems here on the podcast, and this was the first from South Africa. And I'm glad that our first poem from South Africa was yours, as it's so full of the joys of friendship and of family. I really like how you describe them as your greatest possession, and how they not only help you feel safe and secure, but that you know those relationships will endure. Thank you so much for writing your poem and for sending it into the club. Okay, up next we have Gwen from the United States with the poem Brave Girls. Here's Gwen's poem now. We are brave girls, making a strong world. Believers, changers. Arts and crafts, but so much more than that. The crafts donated, the badges, only memories of good times had with friends, dipping toes in a moonlit lake and sleeping in a wagon. Beneath shining stars we take, memories not for granted, trips we have implanted in our strong, smart minds. We seek, we find. Surface leadership and action, we split into factions to use ideas and helping hands. Changing the world, our land, and we can change the world. 85 cents a box, our earnings unfurled. Brave girls, changing the world. A big thank you to Gwen for such an inspirational poem. I wonder if you spotted what Gwen's poem is about. Well, it references arts, crafts, badges, service, leadership, action, and much more. Hopefully you noticed that it's about the Girl Scouts, or Girl Guides, depending on the country you live in. I can imagine that being part of a movement like that builds very close bonds of friendship especially if you're with the same friends for many years. Your poem really highlights that, and I'm so glad that you wrote it and sent it into the club. OK then, Queenie, how are things going with thinning your seedlings? They're going really well, and we're definitely helped by your first two poems. They were perfect. Thank you. It turns out the poetry is the ideal accompaniment to gardening. Well, now I've finished my tea, let me pick these cabbages for you. Where do you want me to put them? Oh, you can pop them into the wheelbarrow. Chicken will then wheel them around to the farm stand ready for people to take them home for dinner. There will be a lot of yummy cabbage and carrot dinners being had around town tonight. Of course. Right, let's wheel the wheelbarrow over to the veggie patch and I'll start work on these cabbages. I just can't believe how quickly they've grown. Okay then, let's pull up the first one. 
Hang on, this cabbage isn't attached to anything. It's just sitting on the dirt. Oh, this second cabbage is the same. Hang on, all of the cabbages are loose. Uh, do you like our little prank, little Dazzy Donuts? I do. So I take it that these aren't the cabbages you planted two weeks ago. <laughs> of course not. Those ones are at the far end of the vegetable patch. Chicken bought these ones from the grocery store when it opened first thing today. And then we placed them all out in the garden ready for when you arrived. <laughs> My gosh, that's so funny. So what about the carrots? Oh, they're from the grocery store too. They sell bunches with the green tops on, so we bought those, dug holes in the soil and pushed the carrots in. But you can pull them all back out now and pop them into the wheelbarrow. We'll take them around to the farmer stand later and put a little note up there so people know they came from the grocery store and not from our garden. Well, I really like your fun prank today. Thank you for the laugh. I'd completely forgotten that it was the 1st of April. Hang on. Do you know what else the 1st of April represents? Uh, let's think. The 1st of April. Well, I suppose April is the first month of the year to have 30 days in it. But I'm sure that's not what you're thinking about. Okay, hang on. Oh, of course, it's April. And April is Poetry Month. And so today is the first day of Poetry Month. Yes, it is. Of course, here at Kids Poetry Club, we celebrate poetry every day of the year. But it's nice to know that in Poetry Month, a lot of other people become interested in poetry, read it and listen to it. It's an exciting month for poets and for poetry. It is! I'm excited to think the Poetry Month is here at last. Uh, to celebrate, how about we listen to some more poetry? Well, that feels the right thing to do now that we're in Poetry Month. What a great idea. Well, how about I play you this poem here? It's from Ella in the United States. Rather than tell you the title of the poem... Let me play it for you and see if you can work out what the title is. Here's Ella's poem now. Running and playing, undying love. Fuzzy, furry, lovely and funny. Excellent to play with, so cute. A big thank you to Ella for your wonderful poem. Hopefully those listening spotted that Ella's poem is an acrostic, and so the first letter of each line makes up a word. And in this case, the word is Ruffles, the name of Ella's guinea pig. For many of us, some of our best friends are pets, and it sounds like Ruffles is a really great friend, with undying love and a great sense of humour. Thank you so much, Ella, for telling us all about Ruffles by writing and sharing your poem. OK, up next we have Shahir from Pakistan with the poem Family and Friends. Here's Shahir's poem now. I was creating a list about what makes me happy. As you know, I am very creative and swaggy. I feel very happy when I see a melted chocolate and I want three. No, at least six, seven, eight. Gaming gadgets and drawings also make me feel good. But still there is something missing that I never understood. One day I got sick. My parents took great care of me. My friends sent a lot of flowers which were lovely to see. Then I realized the importance of friends and family. If you have them all, 
Then you are very lucky. A big thank you, Shahir, for your inspirational poem. It sounds like you have some wonderful friends and family members, and I really like how they took care of you and sent you flowers when you were sick. It strikes me that when someone's ill, it's the time they most need to know that their friends and family are there for them. Thank you so much for helping us to think about that with your poem and for recording it so nicely. Okay then, Queenie, how's it going with the garden? Well, with all of your help, it looks like we've actually finished it faster than we expected. Which is good news as I'm feeling ready to dive into Poetry Month. So what do you have planned for the month, Queenie? Well, this year it's the 25th Annual National Poetry Month, and so I'm going to make it extra special. Every day I'm going to read poems written by a different poet, starting today with the work of Amanda Gorman. She was so impressive at the inauguration back in January, and so I'm going to take time today to read more of her poetry. What a wonderful idea, to focus each day on a different poet. So what other poets are you reading this week? Uh, well, I think that tomorrow is Langston Hughes, so I'll have a day reading jazz poetry. And then the day after that is the beat poetry of Lawrence Ferlinghetti. Oh, and then I'm reading Maya Angelou. I've tried to really switch things up every day, and so I'll be reading different poetry genres from different eras. It will make for a wonderful month. Now, how about you, Little Dazzy Donuts? You're a poet, and so how do you spend Poetry Month? Well, I really like your idea of reading different poets, and so I'll definitely join you in that. In addition, I'm going to try writing a poem every day. That sounds like fun to me. Oh, and I'll be encouraging kids around the world to write their own poems for the current competition. The topic of friends and family is so inspiring, and I can't wait to see what poetry and art is entered. Well, we really ought to get these cabbages and carrots around to the farm stand so that people can collect them for their dinners. Before we do, do you happen to have any more poems we can listen to? I do, Queenie. In fact, I have two more. And these final ones are so much fun that I'm confident you'll really love them. Now, I know that you've talked a lot about worms today. And this next poem is about an animal that looks a little similar. It's actually about a caterpillar and is called caterpillar and mama butterfly. It was written by Anishwa in the United Kingdom. Let's listen to Anishwa's poem now. Once upon a time, there was a crunching, munching caterpillar. He saw a butterfly. Caterpillar said, hello, butterfly. Butterfly replied, hello, song caterpillar. The caterpillar was surprised and said, Huh? I'm not your son. I don't even look like you. Look at that baby and mommy bird. They are the same. Look at the tadpoles. They turn into big tadpoles and they will swim in the pond. Mommy said, no, son, some animals won't be like that. They won't turn into big tadpoles. They turn into frogs and they hop onto the land from one pond to another. And finally, they lay eggs. 
That's called Life Cycle. I am actually your mum. So after a few days, you will turn into a chrysalis and then you are meant to be a beautiful butterfly just like me. After a few days, that happened. The end. A big thank you to Anishwa for your wonderful poem. You've done a great job of showing how a story can be written as a poem. Also, you drew a lovely picture of a butterfly, which we've put on our website together with some of the other competition art that's been entered. In your recording, you really brought your story to life, and in so doing, you helped everyone to learn about animal families. Thank you so much for writing your poem and for recording it so wonderfully. OK, for our final poem today, we have a poem that's performed as a song by Kuhu in India. One of the things I really like about Kuhu's poem is that it was first performed as a song and then it was typed up as a poem and then that poem was sung for us in this recording. Let's listen to Kuhu's poem and song now. I love you, you love me We're a happy family We shall have our backs together forever I love you, you love me We're a happy family We shall have our backs together forever We will help each other forever we shall have our backs together. We will try and help everyone in need. Indeed, so glad I love you. You love me. We're a happy family. We shall have our backs together forever. We shall help each other build their memories. Our memories are bare inside our mind. When we spend our time together, when we spend our time together, it was such a wonderful time. It is even better now, as everyone can do their own things, as everyone is home together. I love you, you love me. We're a happy family. We will have our backs together forever. Thank you so much, Kuhu, for writing a lovely poem and for recording it in such a fun way. You've really captured some of the wonderful things about families and how people support each other, create memories together, enjoy each other's company and love each other. I'm so glad that you've shone a light on all of those important aspects of families and sent your fun poem into the club. Sadly, Queenie, that was the last of our poems that I have with me today. Well, I really loved listening to all the poems today. Thank you, little Dazzy Donuts. Okay, well, we're off to the farm stand now. Chicken, if I push the wheelbarrow, can you open the gate for me? Well, I'll see you both later, and thank you again for the laugh with those cabbages and carrots. See you later, little Dazzy Donuts.
Well, while Queenie and Chicken head off to the farm stand, I'll take advantage of this time to thank everyone for joining us for the episode. It's been so lovely to spend time with you. Thank you for joining me, Queenie and Chicken. I also want to thank our poets, Anishwa, Ella, Gwen, Kuhu, Onalani and Shahir. I hope you enjoyed yourself and hope you'll be back for more next time the club meets. Join us again on Monday when we'll have a new topic and brand new poems. As always, let's finish with our short goodbye poem. We've had some fun with things that rhymed. Goodbye, kids. Until next time. This is Little Dazzy Donuts saying keep rhyming. Keep rhyming.